1: This time, I'd like to welcome to the dais general manager, Ryan Poles. What am I about and and what's my philosophy? We're gonna build through the draft. We're gonna acquire young, fast, and physical football players. We're gonna be selective in free agency, and we're gonna connect evaluation with valuation. We're gonna have a a relentless approach to fix our weakness. We're gonna maintain great self-awareness of who we are We're going to solve problems with open communication and candor. And we're going to consistently put players in position to succeed. And the last thing, the most important piece, is we're going to take the North and never give it back. Turn page. Ryan Poles, he's at the Senior Bowl. Everyone's at the Senior Bowl. Are they supporting Luke Getze? Do they have their eyes on someone? Combination of
2: both. Maybe they're just longtime American team fans. Yeah, big fans of the American team at the Senior Bowl.
1: That makes sense. But Iberflus is there. Poles is there. Cunningham's there.
2: I've been able to confirm, by the way, that the other team in the Senior Bowl is indeed the national team. It's the American team versus the national team. Heated rivalry, as it has been for a long time. There's a sport that has
1: a league like that. An American league and a national league. Oh yeah, I believe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Do you think they got that from the Senior Bowl?
2: <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Does the Senior Bowl predate the uh, formation of the uh, of the leagues. Yeah, I believe by Kennesaw Mountain Landis. I could be wrong about that. It was before that, right? I don't know. I
1: forget it. He's rolling. If
2: the category is baseball commissioners before Kennesaw Mountain Landis, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not packing much heat in that regard. No. <laughs> Nor do you, uh, Tanny. Wasn't
1: he the first? Didn't they bring him in because he was like an impartial? Oh yeah, it was the yeah, judge. So there you go. It was yeah. the judge.
2: So welcome back. Nailed you mayor that. Of
1: Baseball City USA. <laughs> Still you, baby.
2: <laughs> Nailed it. That's right. Turned out not to be a great guy, but that's all right. Yeah, it was it's okay. Many of his time weren't. <laughs> um, it's true. So uh, what do we got here? So, so I, I somebody reached out to me, and then. You'll you'll enjoy this, Danny, because journalistically, I was intrigued, and then I had to call and kind of second source it. You know how you do that sometimes? Like, let's make sure this is a true story. Okay, <clears throat> and it is a true story. Nineteen eighty-seven, the Chicago Bulls getting ready to draft, and it's a great year for them. They draft well. They end up with Scottie Pippen. Yep. Um, because they work out the deal where it's uh, olden Polynes and for Scottie Pippen. Uh, Between the supersonics and the Bulls. And then there's that number 10 pick in the draft. And with the number 10 pick in that draft, Coach Doug Collins and Jerry Krause and the lead scout for the Bulls had been talking for a while, for you know, weeks leading up to the draft, and they decided they liked Horace Grant. Okay? They really liked Horace Grant. And then as the draft was approaching, Jerry Krause kind of fell off the reservation on that one. Like he stopped believe, stopped agreeing with the consensus, and he was the GM, and he told those guys, told the lead scout, told Doug Collins, I'm gonna take Joe Wolf. Hmm. North Carolina center forward Joe Wolf, who did not really have a very good NBA career. So Krause decided that he was gonna do that. Collins didn't like it, and the lead scout didn't like it. So they went to the boss. In this instance, it was Jerry Reinsdorf. But nowadays, it could be a team president. Maybe it's a team president, which Ryan Pace really didn't have. This is what got me thinking and got my friend thinking who reached out to me the first time here. Um, Whereas Ryan Pace, we know, decided to take Mitch Trubisky after telling John Fox that he was going to take Pat Mahomes, right? Follow me here. I think I'm following. Yes, yeah. I, thought, yeah. I thought you thought maybe you would. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you guys following so far? You guys with me? Absolutely. Excellent. So Krause wants to take Joe Wolf. Jerry Reinsdorf says, "Let's talk about this. Let's tell me about your process." So Doug Collins and the lead scout and Krauss, they talk about the process, and Reinsdorf hears this all and says, "You know what? It, I'm not going to let you go off the consensus pick. You you've created a consensus here on Horace Grant." And I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to that. And I was able to confirm this part of the story that they they came together and through good process. Jerry Krause said, "Okay, I guess I'm not taking Joe Wolf," and they took Horace Grant, okay. which worked out really really well. It did. And if Ted Phillips was a football president worth his salt, or was respected enough as Kevin Warren is going to be respected by Ryan Poles, this is what it has me thinking about. Is that Ryan Pace, and we know this? These details from that Weiderer story, right from uh, from a year ago, and then we hear this thing from Pat Mahomes Sr. Ryan Ryan Pace was given John Fox. Here's a veteran for better or for worse. Whatever you think of that decision, here's a guy who's been around the league. You guys need to work together to make this happen. This needs to happen. And he goes off and on his own, gets excited, and makes his deal for Mitch, and tries to be the smartest freaking guy. Ideally, whether it's an owner or a team executive, like a a football president, somebody needs to hold these guys true to their process and not let one person go off the grid and do something potentially crazy and go away if you have reached a consensus about this. So my friend who called me and then the second person I talked about it with were able to confirm the details and understood the parallel that I was making with what Ryan Pace did and that we've been inundated with because of the Mahomes thing, Yeah, and what I hope that Ryan Poles goes through and maybe consults a little bit with Kevin Warren if need be. And at the end, Kevin Warren is like, hey, how's your process been? Let's see. Okay, good. Good for you guys. All right, good. Go ahead. Do your thing, you know? So I think there is value in a well-run consensus with a executive or powerful owner in that regard. Yeah, I mean,
1: Weederer, I don't remember if you were here or not because you've been in so many places. Uh, No, but he he said he was like the 2017 process would not have happened if Warren was here. The only I don't know that they would have drafted someone else. Like they had Mahomes two on their board, they maybe would have met with Watson if Warren was here. Uh But if you go back and look at it, like a lot of the draft analysts had Mitch as the top rated quarterback in that class. Like Pace was not alone in having Mitch Trubisky as the number one rated guy. I think
2: you know. I, I think that's true, but he he ended up being, as we've now learned, alone in the room. In making up his own mind and doing his own thing. For sure.
1: It's funny, though, too. uh, If you would have gone back in time and said, of the people in the room, who do you want to draft the quarterback? You would have said Pace. You would not have said Dowell Loggins. You would not have said Ted Phillips. And you would not have said John Fox. I would
2: not have said John Fox. Even though John Fox, after the but, fact,
1: came out and said he was a Deshaun Watson guy. Right. But you would not have said John Fox based on what you had seen from him with the Bears at that point.
2: Yeah, You no, would not have. I, no, I I agree. But if I'm the Bears and I'm setting up this thing where Fox and Pace are connected, yeah. then I need them to act and, and execute their decisions in a connected I, way. I think
1: your point is 100% correct. I just think that the Bears were so dysfunctional at that time, and in some ways it was the football part even more so than the president part. And you could say, well, the president would have fixed this. But, like, I really think that the plan in Pace's mind Mm -hmm. was to draft the quarterback, sit the quarterback, pay Mike Glennon, and fire John Fox. I think that was his plan the whole time. (laughs) Now, maybe a good organization would have gotten that out of him and said, hey, man, if Mm -hmm. you're going to fire this guy, just fire him now. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what he probably should have done. He probably should have fired John Fox before the 2017 season. Because I think his whole thing was Mahomes isn't ready to start year one. Mitch isn't ready to start year one. So what does it matter if I keep the defensive oriented veteran coach? We were hired together. But I have no I have no intention of letting old school, old ass, defensive John Fox right.
2: and it led to a terrible, awkward year that was disconnected the whole time. And a waste of Mitch's salary, development, uh, all of it.
1: Yeah, and, and and Fox played Mitch. He played him in week five. Mm-hmm. If Pace really had control of the whole thing, yeah, Mike Lennon was leading the world in interceptions through four weeks. Okay. I'll get an. I'll get a better draft pick next year yeah. to build around Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. and just keep playing Mike Glennon. Like if if they really had some cohesiveness to that plan, they if they would have gotten crushed in the in the short term because mm-hmm. time for Mitch to play. Like remember, we were all calling for Absolutely. it. Absolutely, you know. But if they would have had some real conviction behind, no, he we will do damage to him mm-hmm. by playing him, and that matters more than finishing out 2017, right. but your point of pro- the process was flawed and with proper oversight, process would be stuck to or
2: followed? Yes, process, that- would, be, would, be process followed. would be followed. Process would be followed and adhered to. And Ted Phillips was not a guy who was going to do that. Yeah, And so it does tie to these conversations that we've had, which you and I were uh, on, on on different sides of, about the possible value of I, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, mean to cast you in anything, but like it the fine. Now, the possible value of Kevin Warren in terms of a football perspective, if he is a leader who knows process and knows good process, yeah.
1: And I said to Weeder, I was like, "Hey, man, that's a really good point." Yeah, like right? that, that level of just oversight of is my GM turning over every stone? If does he have answers? I'm asking questions. Does he have answers to? Ted right. Phillips likely did not ask Ryan Pace. Did you interview Deshaun Watson? Right. Kevin Warren, at the very least, you would expect he would say, "Hey." Did you, did you interview the guy who had 4,000 and uh-huh. 1,000 in college and beat Alabama? If, did you interview
2: him? If, if this year that Ryan Poles' process is to include Ian Cunningham and maybe to include Matt Eberflus Yeah, and they come to a decision on what they want to do, and at the last minute – Ryan Poles is like, you know what, forget this. I know we had our process and we wanted to all talk about it, but I'm going to go do this other thing. If Kevin Warren happens to, you know, is going to be there and say, you know what, remember that process we had? It was good. Stick to the process. Trust what we're doing here. Trust our systems. Then that could absolutely benefit a football team. So um, I, I hope that is the case, and, uh, and I look forward to, uh, to good things. But I thought it was interesting, my friend who reached out to me with that story and then being able to corroborate it, And it's weird to use a Reinsdorfian organization as an example of good process. I yes, know. it is. I know. But yeah. Jerry was really But not connected. at that time. Yeah, Jerry was really deeply connected and attached and, and involved. It was Reinsdorf and Krause's show. But the last time that a team trusted the process, they spent a the first-round pick on Markel Fultz. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But Joel Embiid ben is Simmons. awesome. Yeah. Joel Embiid is awesome. Yeah. Okay, as, they got one. <laughs> yeah, as, as a result. I know. You're right, Shane, though. They went in deep.
1: They went very, very deep. Uh, a potential opportunity <laughs> hey, Sam, uh, for the Bears – Uh, As it relates to the story of the day, that is coming up at 5 o'clock. But when egos collide over Tom Brady, next on The Score.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds?